Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Exploring Spirituality and College podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Beggs. I am here with the lovely uh, Rocio Rodriguez, nursing student at the University of Central Missouri. Rocio, introduce yourself. Tell people who you are, where you're from, what you study. I know I kind of already did all that, but do it again. Tell them a little bit about you, and then we'll get into the conversation. All right, so I'm Rosie Rodriguez. I am like from 20 minutes from Warrensburg in a tiny town um, named Lamont. Um, raised here in Missouri. I'm a nursing major, a first-generation student, and that's basically all there really is to me right now. But yeah, just to keep it short. <laughs> of course, you're so modest. There's so many parts to you. Yeah, there's a lot. So many parts to you. Now. <laughs> And I was saying we've had we've had a lot of conversations in the past, but we've never talked about spirituality. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if we do that today? Yeah, let's go for it. It is. I feel like good, good, good. <laughs> so I think. What do you say? I said, should I have done any prep work? <laughs> no, no prep work. This is just a, this is just a casual conversation. Yeah. Um, I want to know, Rocio, what your spiritual background is. How would you describe it, if any? Um, yeah, so background, like spirituality. Um, so I guess before I dive into that, do you mean when you speak, when you talk about spirituality, is that like including religion and everything or like, because I know that's kind of like a, or just all of it. <laughs> You're not, you're not the first student I talked to who's asked that, but I, here's how I'm answering it for both of you. You pick, you get to pick which way you go with this. I open the door, you walk through it and we follow you. I like that. Um, so when I was younger, um, what, what I see, well, I used to see spirituality as was just like religion. Cause that's what I was exposed to. Um, so my background was Catholic. Um, so I was raised Catholic, um, I used to be really, really involved in church and um, just like all of the beliefs of Catholicism. Um, And then growing up, it was kind of more of a, I had a more of a universal kind of perspective. It wasn't just like um, what I was taught. I started to kind of explore um, different guess aspects of spiritual spirituality um so like just energy and how like we all interact with each other and just like balance and just stuff like that you know that's really interesting to me because as i talk to students i'm noticing this theme Mm -hmm. where they'll say raised this way and then in like a teenager i started to change the way i thought about this yeah um but then I always ask them, okay, tell me more about that. Because it sounds like, you know, maybe there were some events or you started changing the way you saw things. Like maybe something happened in that time where things were happening. Can you talk about that? So I think that just when I was younger, I was like this, like, not a like very obedient child, but it was just what I was exposed to. So that's just what I adopted my beliefs. And then kind of just growing up and... Um, learning more about science um kind of really just like about classes like astronomy or something like that just like all this new information that just wasn't taught to me about like 
just like how big the magnitude of existence. And so the things that I was taught kind of were like, there was a time where I kind of just doubted everything. I was like, okay, that's not real. Um, but now it's kind of like, I'm looking back and instead of, cause a lot of things that I was taught was like straight out of the Bible or like these Bible stories and verses and stuff. And so I was like, okay, that's not true. One of my biggest things is like, um, and I couldn't even tell you now, but like there's a man swallowed by a whale. <laughs> I know you probably know. Um, sure. So, and I was like, oh, no way that would ever happen. No one would survive that. And that was just like me growing up was like, okay, whatever. But then later it was like, you know what? Maybe that whale yeah. is, you know, maybe that's just like, you feel like you're totally like everything. You're just swallowed by all the negativity or whatever that's happening, but there's a way out. And mm -hmm. so now I'm kind of looking back at those things and seeing them more as like metaphors and um, trying to make it make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I picture, I picture little, little Rocio sitting there in mass <laughs> and, and the, the priest is reading the homily about Jonah, Jonah <laughs> and the whale. And, uh, and you're thinking, wait a second, something doesn't add up here. Yep. That's exactly what happened. And I mean, I think that just has to do learning now about how a, a child's mind works and everything. It was like, you think that like that literally happens. And it's like, okay, now it's like, I don't have that mentality anymore. Obviously I've grown up so I can view those things differently. Um, so as you were ha having some of those doubts, were you talking to people about it or was it something that you were just dealing with like inside? I, a little bit of both. Cause every time I bring it up to my mom, she would automatically be like, oh my gosh, she's atheist. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, I wouldn't say that I'm atheist. I just don't understand. And I'm trying to learn more about this, you know, instead of just completely going with the flow and saying, yeah, I, you know, 100% um, believe everything, um, which I feel like that's respectable. Um, but yeah. I, I, a lot of that was like when I was a teenager was whenever I started to notice um, a lot of those, like, you know, it was, it was almost like I was rebelling against my parents, <laughs> not really, but in their eyes, I was a teenager. I was saying, you know, what if God is not a man <laughs> or like, you know, things like that. I was like, you know, very feminist with who little 15 year old Rocio. Um, sure. Uh, so you said something that stuck out to me where you were talking about it's respectable. I, I, I like that word. I, I like would you would you accept this um maybe your family thought that you weren't taking it seriously but you're saying no actually i am taking it seriously by asking you these questions i'm yeah. seriously considering and contending with this i have serious questions about this yeah i think um there is i think that might have been the biggest barrier was that they just thought i was completely um neglecting the fact that there may be a higher power or that you know um, God is real and stuff like that. And it was just because I was so like, just, okay, maybe it is true, but maybe it doesn't have to be exactly what you were taught or what you told me, or maybe I can view it differently and we can still have the same beliefs. Yeah. Some students talk about this time in their life where they're going through the, the doubts that you have, the questioning. It's a really difficult time. Um, sometimes it's a really dark time for them. Um, but I don't necessarily hear that in the way you describe it. 
No, I think that um, it was exciting. <laughs> I like to learn. Um, that's like one of my biggest things. I just like to learn as much as I can. And then um, when I specifically, I remember here when I got to college, I took an art class and we started to learn. It was an art history class and we started to learn about different cultures and like we learned about Hinduism and stuff. And art was a big part of that um, culture and um, religious beliefs and stuff was not, not um, it was portrayed through art. And so when I looked at these things and I started to interpret them and know what they stood for, I was like, okay, that makes sense. And then I could translate what I learned from that to what I was taught when I was younger. And it was just like, okay, that's like clicking. Like I, and I was like, I wouldn't say like sensory overload, but I was like, I'm making a connection. I don't know what that connection is, um, but it made me curious and it made me want to keep learning and keep exploring it because um, spirituality is like, I know that's the topic. And if you think about it, it's just so different amongst different cultures and it changes with age. It changes with the experiences you have in your own personal life. And it's just such a very complex and integrated topic and thing to look at. So it was very interesting to me. I'm curious about that experience where you're in an art class and you're seeing this, this um, Hindu inspired art and you're connecting it with the Catholic faith that you grew up with. And you said you're making, and I know, I have a feeling, actually, I'm not gonna say I know. I have a feeling that that's gonna be a hard thing for you to describe to me, what that was like. Yeah, well, can, you, can you try to tell me what it was like to have that experience? So like, you know how I said, um, I'm growing up, I was like, when I was little, I was like, okay, what I was hearing from the Bible or these stories were actually legitimate happening. And so whenever I looked at like the Hinduism and the art, um, I, I couldn't tell you exactly what it was. I just, I can tell you what I took out from it. And a lot of that art represented different things. And so by looking at that and saying, okay, this religious figure represents this, I was able to look at my past experiences and be like, okay, um, what happened in this Bible, in this story in the Bible may actually represent this rather than that thing exactly happened the way it was described. Mm -hmm. So that's how I made those kinds of connections. Yeah. I, uh, you made me you think of this time it's I don't know if it's a true story or if it's kind of like an allegory about an allegory mm -hmm. but it's a story of, of um uh there is reading his child the story of Adam and Eve and um the child says to the father or to the mother says um but mom dad um a snake a snake can't talk yeah and and then the parent says back to the child we know that so what is the story telling us Mm, yeah you know mm -hmm. that's you know exactly. and uh that, yeah it's gone I said that that's kind of exactly what it was like that's and I think that um it's very important to recognize that a kid's not going to have the same perspective as an adult they if a five-year-old child is um talking about religion they have five years of life experience compared to a 30 40 year old like they have only been on this planet for five years and out of those five years how many of them do they even know what, what's been going on yeah so Rocio I've known you for how long now how long 
probably like three years, right? So it's here freshman year. Three years. Three. Yeah, and I know you. I, I, I think of you as a very hardworking, caring young lady. Um, you care a lot about your community, mm-hmm. uh, probably more so than many of the students that I that I know. Not saying they don't care, but but you you wear it. You know, it's apparent to you that you care about your community. Um, I got to ask, how much uh, does your view of the world and the connections that you're making, um, spiritual or otherwise, how much is that related to also your care for the community so that much. you live in and come from? So much. Um, the reason I think I care about um, my community so much, and it's, I mean, it's all kind of related to going back to like church and stuff, because um, growing up, it wasn't just like, oh, I live in this town. Um, it was a lot of people that had immigrated from Mexico or had moved from California, um, and it was kind of like they had each other. And so they all, one of the things that they had in common was that um, Catholic background. And so around Christmas time, um, we had a lot of the traditional, um, I don't know what they're called anymore. So that kind of just tells you how much I've disconnected from that part of my childhood. Is it a cantata? I, I couldn't tell you, but it was around Christmas time. And basically you go to other different house, other uh-huh. houses and um, you sing religious songs. Oh, so this wasn't in the church. Yeah. So it's within oh, the okay. church. Okay. Yeah. Not necessarily within the church because even people who aren't necessarily um, like active members of the church participate in it because it's just so um, rooted into our culture. And so it I remember as a child, I, like not as a child, because I was older, I was older by then, where I would go with my mom and my dad, and we would go to people's houses who I didn't know. I was like, I don't know who this is, but I walk into their house, and everybody's singing, there's food, everybody starts talking to each other, kind of gets to know each other, and it's like, it just felt warm and welcoming, and so even if I didn't believe in whatever was being told to me or didn't understand, I wouldn't say I didn't believe, but didn't understand what was being taught to me, it was a warm feeling. And so um, I feel like that connection and that, um, that I have to my community stemmed off of that um, because I did get to know a lot of my community that way. And even if I don't know them directly right now, um, if I say hello to them and then we start to talk, I'm like, oh, this is my mom and dad. They're like, oh, I like, I know you guys. They're like, you know, um, so a lot of connected um, or interconnectedness, I guess. I don't really know the word for it, but. Yeah, you saw the way that your religion and its traditions connected your community together. And even if you didn't understand the teachings or found yourself disagreeing or confused by them you liked that it brought people together yeah and I you know knowing just like um here with nursing now that I'm looking at everything from that perspective um I do realize that a sense of community whether that be like it just makes more sense why people go to church why people want to be a part of that why people it's very important for people to have a group Um, And a lot of that, a warm, welcoming place for a lot of people is church. Um, And no doors are ever really going to be closed. You know, everybody's welcome. Or I can't really say that. Maybe not everybody feels welcome. Um, It definitely, like, it was very subjective. But um, 
it's a good option for people. Yeah. Where are you at with it now? You've talked um, about Catholic upbringing and more kind of universal change when you were a teenager. Now that you're in your young 20s, where are you now? Um, okay, so you know how like people are like, oh, thank God, or like um, say things like that. I'm more like, thank the universe. And for me, um, the way I see things is like, okay, God can be the universe. So for me to say, thank the universe is not me saying that I don't believe in God. It's me saying this idea that you have formed of a God is similar to mine, but I see it as everything. I see God in the tree that it's outside, that's life, that's growing, that's going to be there even when I'm not. Like, um, so it's just, I see this like really big, big, big picture down to like cells and like atoms and everything. And like that to me is God. It's not, um, I don't know. I, I guess that's just the best way I can describe it. It's like, I see it in everything, but you, you hear me now, I'm referring to God as it. I'm not referring to God as a person or as um, some sort of energy, whereas a lot of people do. I feel like a lot of people um, tie God to like Jesus. And it's like, I, I can't do that. Like that doesn't in my head that like, I don't see that. Like I can um, connect God to a human or to human experiences or the way that we live our lives. But I almost feel like, okay, we're not even worthy of this. <laughs> like we're not necessarily not worthy, but like the idea of God, the way that I perceive it is way beyond us. And it's almost offensive to be like, God could be like a person. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> but yes, because we're also amazing creatures. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a sacredness to the things you describe, even if you even wonder if they're actually sacred. Yeah. I think just, um, it's, I like that you use sacred. Um, I, what do you, what do you think, like, the word sacred is like do you yeah we would just I'll leave it at that what do you think that word means you know there's this word that in and in, in not just not just in Christian or like Jewish traditions um but I mean there are other ones where we're holy you know I think about maybe just because Thanksgiving is on my mind no surprise Rocio that I'm thinking about Thanksgiving <laughs> day you know a, a holy day something that we set aside thing for important to to recognize something to make it special to make it um uh to honor it to observe it uh to me are all are all um all different perspectives on that word sacred so if I were to talk about it to my son, you know, who's six, and he'd say, what does sacred mean? I'd say, it's something that's really special. And you want to treat it as though it's really special. Mm -hmm. You're really special. You're sacred. There's only one of you, you know, that's sacred. Um, but, you know, when it's two adults, you and I talking about it, then there, there are some different layers to, to think and talk about it. But, um, 
you know, I, I, I think about it also a little bit like you do, where you say you're looking at a human being and you're like, in some ways that's kind of ordinary, right? And maybe it's not like a nebula in the sky or a galaxy, but also made of those same components and then also just as unique and in a way sacred and in a way holy. And that maybe, maybe we make a mistake sometimes as religious people or non-religious people and trying to decide what is or what is not holy Mm. Um, instead of failing to recognize the things that are holy about all those things around us. Yeah. And like, I I can put it interesting to me. Like we're all made of the same thing. I don't know. I remember and like, I, I couldn't tell you the exact percentage or anything, but I remember being told that we share so much of our DNA with the tree. And like learning things like that, mm-hmm. going back to like me learning more about science and questioning all this religious stuff, it's like, it kind of just puts things in perspective. Um, how, and then just yeah. looking now, me looking deeper into like the physiology of the human body and things as simple as like clots, like blood clots. I'm just like, wow, so much goes into our body functioning the way it does. And it's just like trying to wrap your head around all of that. I'm take I'm dedicating years of my life to understand it. And the more I understand, the more difficult I get it gets. It's just like it's so just beautiful. I, I love I love every single aspect of it. And it's just and then I look around and I and I start to understand like it's not just within our bodies, it's within our ecosystems, our economy, it's within society, it's within religions, it's everything is just dependent on other factors. And um I guess going back to that word sacred, it's like, I see, I can, I could probably sit here and argue why every single thing is sacred or so important or unique. Um, And that's just the way that I see things now. Yeah. Yeah. Question for you. Do you get to have a lot of these conversations in college? Um, With a select few people. Um, I feel like I haven't, um, now that I'm in college, it's kind of, even when I was in high school, I guess there wasn't a lot of people that you could really sit down and have these conversations with. Um, I feel like it's, for me to be able to sit here and talk about it, it's because like I've sat down and thought about it. And I don't think people take the time to sit down and think about these things. Um, and sometimes it's hard for me to even do so because yeah. I, I'm so busy trying to stay on top of my work, trying to make time for other people that it's kind of like sitting down and making time for yourself is not just about putting on a face mask and kicking back, watching a movie. It's about sitting down and appreciating things and knowing what, like these, these bigger questions, thinking about them. Um, So I just feel like as college students, I'm surrounded, as a college student, I'm surrounded by a lot of other college students that are also under a lot of stress don't dedicate time to think about these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess so, no, not really. Um, with some people I can sit down and talk about these things, but it does not happen very frequently at all. I wish it did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's the first time we've talked about it. Yeah, it's also like another- Which, which I'm, I'm, I'm better let. Yeah, it's it's like um no, it's a topic too. I feel like especially for like 
my not necessarily my generation I feel like I could talk to anyone around in my generation and be like oh yeah like let's have a conversation and people are more open to the possibility of having differences um you know but it's it's very much a an area that's um sensitive for a lot of people so it's like who do you approach with these kinds of conversations yeah I agree with you I also agree with what you said, all the stress that students encounter and are encountering, especially now. And that's the reason that I've been wanting to have these conversations more with students. Um, one, to show that it's possible to have these conversations and then not go off the rails or become, you know, all the things we don't want conversation and dialogue to be. Yeah. But then secondly, to realize that I think many students do think about these things more than they realize. And, you know, I'm struck by and reminded that, that you have thought about these things a lot, that they've been a part of your story. And I hadn't known that till we sat down to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And for that reason. Sitting down and talking. Um, yeah. I, I can tell yeah. you right now, I have had a lot more conversations about how um, I don't want to watch uh, the bachelors or how you know Grey's Anatomy is so great or, um, you know things like that and it's like I would rather have these conversations than to ha sit here and debate about this tv show <laughs> that doesn't matter <laughs> right I, I sense that students are thinking about this or at least would be open to the conversation if they knew they could have it and not be judged if they knew they could have it and could maybe say some things that aren't fully polished or fully thought out um, as they kind of share their own experiences. Because like you mentioned, all of these things are tied to the background students come from, their neighborhoods, their families. And, you know, there's, there's usually a lot of feelings tied up in, in your biography. Yeah. I um, think you mentioned that because like, um, you coming to me to ask about if I would talk to you about this, like, yeah, of course, I feel totally comfortable. And like, I feel like anything that I say, it's not going to turn into an issue. Um, so I feel like that's very important knowing that there's not, it's like a judgment free zone. It's like a safe space. And I feel comfortable talking to you. Um, and I feel like that is a big component to those conversations. Well, so with the new Rocio, this spring, I've, I'm making a course called Exploring Spirituality in College and um, hoping to create an ongoing dialogue with students about, you know, what it could look like for them to explore uh, spirituality while they're in college, um, you know, to, to think about how they could connect or align their beliefs and their values with the work they're doing, who they are now, and the work they want to do in the future. And um, I think you've made a, you know, already been an example of someone who's wanting to do that with, you know, the work you're wanting to do um, and as a nurse. And um, it's just been a joy for me to watch you uh, excel and achieve here. Thank you and we get to know you a little bit better today. So thanks for taking some time to chat with me. I, uh, I hope we can continue the conversation uh, sometime in the future. What do you say about that? Uh, yes, <laughs> please. <laughs>
Yeah, I um here's another thing. You're talking about the Good. class. You're talking Good. about the class in the spring, right? And next semester I keep getting told like this yeah. is the hardest semester of nursing school. And tell me why I'm still like this. I kind of want to take this class <laughs> on top of the possibility of like me being a completely like overwhelmed by all my other classes. I feel like sure this class would be an outlet or something I don't know but sounds very interesting Chris like you're planting thanks yeah well I tell you well I I, I'm wanting to see I'm hoping as we share these conversations that students will think about oh you know maybe I would like to explore this a little bit more and also to not do it alone that's what I like about the class is that there's a structure to it and you'll know you'll be with other students who are also asking the same questions and also with an instructor who doesn't have the answers, but it's very comfortable asking the questions with you. Um, and it can at least uh, provide some perspectives on what things to look into and, and um, you know, uh, something of a, of a lamp um, along the path. That's the hope. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I tell you, it may be too busy a semester for you, but <laughs> it's going to be really important you know, for you to learn all the things you need to learn. Cause you may see, you may see me on the operating table one day, Rocio, and I need you to know all your stuff when I get in there. Okay. Well, I won't be operating on you. So <laughs> I know, fine. No, that's, that's a, that's a dumb dad thing to say, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. I'll make sure to watch out for you afterwards though. I got you. That's what I want. Yeah. Watch out for me. I need you to make sure I get the best, the best care possible. There's always hey. also senior year. So I'll keep that. That's right. Mind. That's right. Well, hey, thanks for taking some time to chat with me. I love this conversation. So great to catch up with you. So proud of you. You know that. Thank and you so um, we'll talk again soon. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. See ya.